0: Now for Soccer City. Six players in the wall for LA. It's Niall McCabe. He goes for a goal and he scores. Niall McCabe around the wall. Powered by your Kentucky Ana Toyota dealers right here on ESPN Louisville.
1: Eckage will strike and scores.
2: An absolute topics rocket for a beat.
1: Now, here are your hosts.
0: Benton Newman,
1: Zach Allen Kelly, and Jason Entz. Hello and welcome to Soccer City Radio 680-1057. I'm Benton. Zach is not here today. We had some bad results. He just couldn't handle it, so he's sitting this one out in his place. We have Miss Robin Pryor. Robin, how are you doing?
0: Hi, Benton. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing
1: well. Robin is the president of the Lavender Legion and also one part of the trio for Hot Brown Soccer Town, a fun podcast.
0: That's right. It's a podcast where the commentary is made up and the stats don't matter.
1: And the stats matter here. <laughs> You and all your spreadsheets. (laughs) I do love my spreadsheets. And we got to talk a lot about numbers. So I'm going to give the viewers a uh, a fair warning here that I'm upset today. We have three losses to talk about. It's not every week do we even have three matches to talk about, let alone three losses. I'm still crying. Yeah, it's not good. So we're going to have to get through that. But before that... We're going to talk through some positive things yes. and we're also going to have Amadou Dia on later, Louisville City defender, so make sure you stay tuned to that. He'll be on about 6:20. But before then, two pieces of good news. One, the Louisville City Academy was ranked 13th in the ECNL boys uh, top 25 club. That's amazing. I know, I'm very excited about that. I you know the academy is such an important piece to what we're building here and it's going to help help us sustainably be good for the long term, help you know help get local players into the professional ranks, which is incredible.
0: Yeah, it's a great foundation. It's running really well from what I've seen and heard. And it's just like amping up year after year. It's going to be even better next year.
1: We've already gotten a handful yeah. of players that are, have seen first team minutes. And that's, that's only going to grow in the years to come. So happy to see that they're, uh, they're among the best um, of their ranks. And on the Racing Louisville side, a couple of players have got international call-ups. Rebecca Holloway for Northern Ireland. Alex Chidiak, Australia. And for the USA, Emily Fox, and one Savannah DeMello.
0: Finally! It finally happened! We've been asking for it, asking for it, and waiting, and waiting, and it finally happened. We're so happy for her.
1: Yes, yes. I think this is what it says. First official call-up on the... the I guess yes. the top rank, right? She would played in the youth youth system yes. and whatnot. So, I think Trinity Rodman had to pull out through this, some family issues there, and so that opened the door for, for Saf to get some some time there. So, huge accomplishment for her, and so hopefully that goes well, but uh, much deserved.
0: Oh, 100%. She's a, a beast on the field.
1: Yes, she's, a, she's been a pleasure. So, Well, Robin, we got to talk about it. First things up, let's start with the uh, the ladies. Let's Are we going to rip the Band-Aid
0: off really fast? We're going to rip or? the
1: Band-Aid because this is probably... The most frustrating of, of all the results.
0: I think just all the circumstances culminated, and it just was not what the... what. Uh, no, why, why did the universe do this to us?
1: It was, yeah, not good. So, I mean, Louisville, or, we'll see. Racing Louisville played the Chicago Red Stars, and for their Field the Fan match, weather cooperated, all the stars seemed to be aligned, and we got a record crowd out there. And they laid a big old goose egg, for nothing.
0: 4 nil. Three of those were before what 20 minutes
1: oh yeah two minutes and we immediately got score on talk about the letting the air out of the balloon and two of the four goals were from yuki nagasato who was a former racing player yeah. who scored two goals her entire time with us and she scored two against us in one match salt in the wound benton salt in the wound i love yuki nothing personal there but it just that just hurts a little yeah. bit you know
0: it really really does it's uh it's like when we were playing houston and they you know there was uproar about perhaps ebony scoring against us like oh this is during the during the 90 minutes it's a terrible feeling
1: yeah it's 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 not good so it was it was a bad match like you said the first three goals came within what the first 30 minutes or so if that the first goal yeah two minutes in it was not good and first off before i dive into it i got i got a rant i want to get into let me hear your thoughts on it
0: um it was frustrating for sure you know as a supporters group and as drum lines and capos and we're up there it, it's it's hard to to keep the energy going from our perspective because we just are instantly deflated because we're also fans first um so it it's just all around just bad just just a sad sad day we left Feeling deflated and defeated, and you know, very, very much, the energy was drained out of us. Um, and I'd never want to feel that way again. So.
1: Yeah, it's probably more so than a, than a normal match. So, yeah, my take on this is that you know, look, this club is not in the in the playoff picture, and you know, I'm accepting of that, all circumstances considered. But this match was essentially a playoff match for them. The club put a lot of resources to put a lot of people into that stadium, a lot of new fans, particularly, and they go out and do that you know i would have been fine if it you know if it was a draw or maybe a close loss they just need to be a little bit competitive but it was 4-0 no goals scored they let up a ton of goals and even like some some of the actions that we took within the game didn't seem to make any sense to try to rectify the problem one thing that that still really, blows my mind yeah it ruffles my jimmies is alex Chidiak coming out 33 minutes in for rebecca holloway like what is that it was so random. Chidiak is an attacking, attacking mind. Like we like, were losing. Why would you take Kim, on an attacker? My guy, you need goals. And he <laughs> takes off her and puts in Rebecca Holloway, who's more of a defensive-minded player and one who's frankly just done okay this season. Like you got a Mina Ekic on your bench. Make it make sense. He did not play her at all. The hometown kid. Like even like at the dying minutes of the match. Like, throw the fans a favor. Like, Fill the you fam, lost this one.
0: Didn't even put Amina in. We're losing, and you take out a striker or attacking player. See, I'm not an analyst. A- attacking player. <laughs> <laughs> like, just make it make sense. It was just so random. We're still scratching our heads about it. I just.
1: And what makes it worse is his comments after the match just kind of seemed like it was like a willy-nilly change to... To just try to see what would happen, there didn't seem to be a a plan with that change, some sort of logical explanation as to why that it, you know Alex Chidiak was taken out for Holloway, some sort of rationale there. It just didn't seem to exist, or at least he didn't express it.
0: Right, there was none expressed that I heard or saw.
1: Um, so that's like my worst fears realized. There, I'm like, man, I've just I hope I'm being an outrageous dummy, just tweeting angrily about it, and he comes out with a solid explanation that I could at least rationalize with. But we didn't even get that.
0: Just wanted to try something new. I get it. Uh, that you want to try something new that just was an ill-timed decision
1: it it wasn't good on what was already turning out to be a pretty bad match i mean these players have had had a lot of time to kind of learn to play with one another but you know to, to see i think tom benson said this on the butchertown rundown podcast it looked like the first time they, they played together it just was nothing nothing was going right in that match i will give them though um they did kind of stop the bleed at their first three goals. I mean, they did let one additional goal in, but it wasn't as you know, horrendous the latter parts of the match as the first one. But, I mean, and there was one, like, one opportunity in the match where we got real darn close to scoring. But that was really it. You know, they were, it wasn't like, oh, man, we got robbed of goals. We should have had more than that. We should have maybe had one.
0: Yeah, there wasn't even opportunities for. They, we didn't create any opportunities to score, and that's equally frustrating.
1: And being close, that only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Yep. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you're bouncing off the crossbar, whatever that goofy sequence was later in that match. No idea. I mean, I will say, it, it looks like the, a lot of fans had, had some good times there still, despite the scoreline. You know, I brought some, some people who don't normally go to the matches, and they still enjoyed themselves. So at least you have that. But what a missed opportunity yep. to get more fans that are going to come regularly. I'm sure there were some people like, well, you know, yikes. Like, I, I don't know if I want to go back and, and see that team play. They don't play like this every week at this point thing, but for some people, that was that was a, well, their one impression.
0: It was the wrong week to be bad.
1: Yeah, if, if there's any week to blow it, that was not yeah. it. Yeah,
0: and I hate even saying that. I feel like a traitor just saying that, but it was it was not the day to be bad.
1: No, you're, you're, you're absolutely right, and, and, and they need to know that, again, this match was different than a lot of the other ones i you know I'm fine with a lot of lot of draws and stuff that we've had it, the, the team has shown signs of improvement compared to last year's team, but again, this was like a marquee match for the club there's no playoffs in the, in the picture for this club that was that was their playoff that was their big match yeah, the big game so you know where, where does that put us here you know what, what do you want to talk about first? you want to talk about the coach and the tactics, or do you want to talk about the players?
0: Let's talk about the players, because that's my area of strength.
1: <laughs> okay. What am I, my, one of my personal biggest concerns on this team at this point is the back line.
0: Yeah, there's definitely some kind of gap there I don't know if it's lack of communication I don't know if they're trying too hard not trying hard enough I don't know if there's no chemistry I don't know if chemistry is on training and then they feel intimidated on during a match I, I don't know what's missing I feel as though Gemma and Satara work better as a team um, but gosh it but where does that start does it start with the midfield for the ball to get back to the defense I'm not even sure where the first gap happens for the ball to even get past the defense
1: yeah I don't I don't know if on the roster currently I'm not and maybe I'm maybe my perception is peppered off this most recent loss but I don't know if we have NWSL caliber players fully across that back line and you need to have that so I'm you know I'm 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 questioning that, and I think that's definitely a big area of need in the off season, and one I hope that gets addressed. You know, our midfield is young, and another area I think I would like to see is I'd like to see a veteran presence added into that mix. I mean. It's going to be hard to beat like a, a, a Savannah DeMello right. or, or Jalen Howe, but a nice compliment to work with them, a come off the bench sort of piece, somebody that dedicate, like holding sort of midfielder type of role, the smart, no-nonsense kind of player, like like a female Michael Bradley or something. For I don't, sure. I don't know who the equivalent of Michael Bradley would be for that, but that's the kind of type I'm envisioning, I think, would be help nice anchor and, and, and add to things. We
0: have tons of veteran strikers.
1: Oh yeah yeah. I say tons And and again And and I think Now this is a nice segue Is like Did we use all of our resources Right in that match And I'm going to go with no Again We were questioning That Alex Chidiak substitution And we were already Complaining about Where I mean Where was Amina Where was she in that match you it know, was literally the fill the fam game. <laughs> we have talked about in in previous shows how well she's done coming off yep. the bench and how she he, changes she sta- the energy. She statistically yep. has earned should have earned more time than she's been given, and we have this you know philosophy of this like of this constant need to press press press. And to, like I don't know, it's it's almost like we're so set and determined on a style of play we're losing sight of the pieces that we have and maximizing their potential on the pitch and I, I feel like I'm I'm patient and have been patient but I do feel you know after a result like this I do feel a little foolish I'm being a defender on, on some of these concepts and then that leaves me questioning like is the style that we're trying to play even the right thing and I know there's probably a lot of people rolling their eyes out there like that's what we've been saying the whole time and
0: yeah It's unlike it, yeah. It's unlike you to be even remotely half class, half empty. So it's it's kind of a big thing.
1: I know. I'm salty that I have to be this way. Yeah. (laughs) I want to be positive. I want to look at the positives of that. There really was no positives from that, except for, okay, you know, the one positive we'll say is that we did, like you said earlier, we stopped the bleed. That the rate of goal scoring against us did not continue. Sure. Which is a pretty bad positive to look at, but. You that's, know, we went from horrendous to bad. That's the worst best case scenario. <laughs> it was not a pretty picture. I'm, I'm, no. I'm, I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel looking for it. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, people had fun at that outing. I mean, I still had a good time at the match, seeing people, and just I just love just being in the stadium. But a lot of casual fans, maybe that's not their like mo. They want to go see a winning team. That was not a winning team. That is not a team that's going to win a championship next year, or the year or two. Like I would have talked about. Earlier this season, you know, like I felt like we were really building something, and this is just making me rethink all that. And again, a lot of my perception right now is probably peppered by this this bad loss. And I'm hoping I can come back next week more optimistic, with a fresh perspective. But right now, I'm just
0: we got what five games left: two home and three away.
1: That sounds that right. right. Yeah, that sounds right. They don't play again till the till the tenth. So yeah, a little bit of time to to think things over. A couple players off on uh, on international due to the other players hoping they're looking long and hard in the mirror. I mean, you know, again, as much as we've ragged on Kim, like the players play a blame in this as well. Apparently things in training like went well up to it and everybody, the players, the coaches were all kind of scratching their head. Like, we don't really know what just happened there. We don't know why.
0: Right, and Nadia and Emily hard. both in their press conferences said similar things. You know, Nadia says, we don't want to represent the team this way. And Emily said, you know, we just, our ment- the mentality hasn't caught up to the physicality. Um, they just can't make it gel for some reason so
1: yeah and i mean i I know we have a lot of young players on the team but we're late in the sea you know we're late in the season some yeah. of these players they're they're now second year players we have a lot of great veteran presence that were available we don't even have the excuse of oh we didn't have nadia available we didn't have you know x y and like we pretty much had our full complement of players available there's not a lot of good excuses that we can pull nope, from that one not that one it was not good so any final thoughts on, on on racing? Did you get it all off your chest?
0: It's out of my system. I have, the good news is I have a drum to bang on, so I have a lot of
1: aggression I can take out on I'll the drum. So. <laughs> You're gonna be playing extra loud that's at the next right. home match.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll get a second drum and just beat the. So
1: I'm hoping, yeah, the next uh, next match that we really come out with a, a fresh new team, I want people to go like, well, okay, yeah. they learned something from that. Yes, and that's going to make me feel a lot better if we can see that fire that passion all that translate that that was a learning opportunity but they if they come out again as flat as they did i'm gonna be asking even more questions you know yeah there's a lot of time to try to fix things right now agreed man i know all right well tell you what we're going to go ahead and we're going to cut to commercial break. And okay. when we come back, we're going to talk with Mr. Amadou Dia. Love him. We're going to see how things are doing. Yes, he's an outstanding player. He's done very well this season. See how things are going. and, and Bring the of, mood up a little bit. Yeah, Pick his, pick his brain about things on, on how things have been going. So make sure you guys stay tuned here to ESPN 680, 105.7.
0: You're listening to Soccer City, powered by your Kentuckiana Toyota dealers, right here on ESPN Louisville.
1: Welcome back to Soccer City Radio. My name is Benton. This is Robin. And we're now joined by Mr. Amadou Dia, Louisville City Defender. Amadou, how are you doing today?
2: I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing well, thank do you well. so much for
0: joining us.
2: Of course. Thank you for having me.
0: Sure. How's, how's the kiddo?
2: she's doing good we actually just had her one month old appointment today this morning one month already she's growing like a weed Uh, yeah she's getting big fast it's flying by like everyone says gosh time sure does
0: fly and speaking of time you've been here for a little while now uh we were curious how does loose city stack up to some of the other clubs that you've been part of so far
2: Um, Honestly, it stacks up very well. I've been telling everybody that's been asking me about how it is over here, and I I told them it's basically like an MLS setup just in the USL league. I mean, we have top class. I'm saying definitely the best facilities, best stadium, and best friends in the country, in the USL. And I was talking to some other people, and they're saying, well, we have here some MLS teams don't even have, which is true. So I've been super happy that I've come here so far.
1: That's compliments of high praise. Yeah, you've been some some pretty great club. You know, Phoenix yeah. Rising, the sport sporting Kansas City system. So that means lots so of very very happy to hear that it's uh, living up to all the all the hype. Um, but I, I, I do got to um, ask now about some of the uh, recent results. So what's it like in the locker room after having such a great run of wins, and then all of a sudden now having a very, a, a sudden two loss streak? What's how, how's that like mood shift in the locker room?
2: Um, well, we know we've dropped six points And we've dropped a chance to increase our um, gap into the East But more importantly, we've dropped chances to take over the first in the whole league And so we're pretty disappointed in ourselves about how we've handled the last two games But in the end, it's soccer for you So we're gonna, we've been focused on Sacramento We learned from what we've done the last two games And we focus on Sacramento for Saturday
1: now, um, how challenging is it heading into a match where, um, where like um, with a, with a playoff team coming up um, after these these two defeats? Is that I mean, are you are you guys still in a in a mentally good place? Are you, are you fearful that it could become three or maybe only a draw?
2: No, not at all. In the end, the way we look at it is we're still in first place. We got very fortunate that Memphis lost against Loudoun uh, yesterday as well. And so we're going in. We know we have the talent to get it done. We just need to have the right mentality going into Saturday. Make sure we stay positive. Make sure we stay humble. And make sure we, bring, we start the game off right with this right intensity and make sure we get the W in front of our home fans. That's one of the most important things we talked about this uh, this year is that as every time we're at home, we got to make sure we perform for our loyal fans. So that's exactly what we're going to try and do on Saturday, and we're going to get out and bounce back.
1: And uh, speaking of, of the home fans, how different of an experience is it playing at home in a stadium like Lynn Family Stadium with the atmosphere that we have? I mean, does that does the atmosphere like truly play into your game or does it kind of get in your guys head that you want to do well because of the fans or can you talk to us a little bit about that?
2: No, uh, having the fans at home to us is a big motivation. We want to make um, the fans proud, the city proud, our family and friends that are watching. And basically all our fans is basically family to us. It's all we're one big club, one big city. And so when we're at home to us, it gives us an extra edge and it makes us want to perform even better. And so we're excited to get home before we get back on the road the next week.
0: Amadou, there were probably about thirty of us in Indy last night. Um, de- definitely a full-ish stadium with Indy fans. But did did you did you hear us cheering for you? <laughs> did you know we were there? <laughs>
2: Yes, we did. Uh, every time we looked in the crowd, uh, we did, definitely saw a lot of purple and white. And so we were really grateful. We we're very grateful for their traveling fans always. It means a lot to us that people take the time out of their life to come and support us on the road. And so we try to give the results we can for each game. But unfortunately, the last two games, we haven't gotten it done. But I promise you that we're doing everything we can to bounce back and that we're going to finish in first in the east and hopefully first in the whole league. So we make sure all the playoffs come through Louisville.
0: I like I like us manifesting the first place. I'm digging it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's your all's major focus heading into Saturday's match?
2: Um, one of the biggest focuses is to make sure we start the game off right. We haven't really done that the past couple of games, definitely not in Miami. And uh, we've got to make sure we stay consistent and that uh, we got to make sure that we play with some pride and that if we do go 1-0 up, that we hold the lead and that we don't let off for the whole 90 minutes. And so I think we've, been, we've gotten a little bit, just a tiny bit complacent sometimes throughout the games. But one of the main focus we're focusing on for Saturday is to make sure we stay switched on for the whole 90 minutes where we bring the energy and intensity the whole game. Yeah.
0: Yeah, sometimes those Western Conference teams are like a wild card. You never really know what's going to happen until they get here. So I'm really, I really, you know, I'm really happy to hear you say that.
2: Yeah. Especially with Sacramento, they have their big game on Wednesday, so we don't know what type of lineup they're going to bring out. But in the end, like Danny told us, it's not about them; it's about us and how we exactly. come out. We control our own fate especially where we are in the table right now. He, he has the message he's been giving us uh, this past couple of days is we've worked all this way. And it would be a shame to let everybody down, especially ourselves down now, not to finish it out in first place. And so we gotta make sure you do everything you can. You gotta look at yourself first, make sure you're giving everything on the field and off the field, taking care of your body's doing everything right. And then on the field, you gotta make sure by the time the 90 minutes is over, that you have no regrets and you can look at yourself in the mirror and that you gave everything you could.
1: You actually partially answered my uh, my next question. I was going to ask about that. So, Sacramento, for those people who are not familiar, our next opponent they're going to be playing in the Open Cup finals this following Saturday against Orlando. So, obviously, it's just, it's an interesting situation that they have a game a few days in that lead up, which happens to be against us. And I was kind of curious about how you guys were preparing, preparing for the rotation. It sounds like. You guys are focused on the game plan that you want to implement and not so much focused on what they're going to do. And kind of, is it fair to say you guys want to impose your will upon them and they're (laughs) going to play your style?
2: Absolutely, especially at home. This is our our house, so we should dictate the way that we want the game to go. And so, no matter what lineup they're bringing out, we got to make sure that we come out at our best. And that's what we're focusing on. We're not going to really focus on what they have to do, what they have after. In the end, we're not going to take it easy on them because just because we would like them to see. We honestly, we would like them to see uh, them win for the whole USL championship, the Open Cup. But that doesn't mean we're not going to show them any mercy when they come to our house. We're here to win and we have a job to do. And that's what they're going to get from us. They're going to get our best. And then after the game, we will wish them the best of
1: luck. <laughs> that's fair. I know we're all kind of cheering Good them sport. on in the Open Cup context, but not, not when they're coming to play against us. So I can agree with that yeah. one. I'm glad you guys appreciate what that would mean for a USL club to win the Open Cup.
0: Yeah, because how do you choose? You know, how do you choose a league game that's playing Points matter, and an Open Cup final. How do you how do you choose your priority in the same week?
2: That's a tricky. Exactly, spot. that's a that's a that's a good question for their coach. So yeah, I hope he uh, he figures it out. And um, either way, they're gonna we're gonna come out and uh, do our best to make sure we get the W, and then we will help them out after the game and whatever they need for them to win the championship after.
1: Awesome. Well, Amadou, I know that's you and Coach Cruz and the rest of the, the staff and team. You guys are going to do everything you can to to kind of right the ship. You guys have been doing excellent so long this season. It stinks that we get so focused on just a, a couple of losses. But I'm hoping we can look back later on down, down the months as you guys are going through a playoff run that this, this was just a minor road bump, a good learning opportunity. But, uh, Amadou, before we go, I did want to thank you. We, uh, you know, we were at the indie match last night, and you and Tyler Gibson made time to come over and see, um, see some of those fans. And I know after a hard loss against a rival like that, probably the last thing you want to do is talk to anybody. Um, so, you coming over and, and, and engaging with us and seeing it was just really cool. And it make, it's part of the special thing that makes this uh, Louisville City such a, a neat thing to be a part of. So, thank you for your... Uh, Thank you for your time.
0: Yeah, that was super cool of you all to come over. And and like Benton said, it's always probably really tough to do that after, after a game like that. But we really, really appreciate you guys doing that.
2: No, well, we appreciate you guys more. Like I said, the fact that you guys take the time to come out of your daily life schedules and you guys come on the road to support us, it means everything to us. And it really hurts when we don't perform as well as we should, especially to the traveling fans and the fans watching at home. And so you guys mean a lot to us, and we do most of this for you guys. And so we really appreciate your support, and we really look forward to what the rest of the season holds because I'm telling you, we're going to turn it up here a notch.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Hopefully next time when we play them away, they won't be so cowardly to move the match to a Wednesday at 7 o'clock. That was hard for us to get up there in a timely fashion. We'll bring more purple up there Yeah, they there did it on time. purpose. <laughs> They're afraid of us. We know it. We know. It. We'll get them next time. But, uh, but Amadou, thank you again so much for your time. We will see you out there on Saturday and wishing you guys the best of luck. That's right.
2: Thank you, guys. Looking forward to seeing you guys Saturday.
1: All right. You take care. Again, that was Amadou Dia, Louisville City defender. He's been outstanding this season. He's so much fun to watch. Oh yeah, not only is he a great person, but he's awesome on yeah. the pitch. Uh, he has one of my favorite traits in a defender is that he is so consistent. He kind of reminds me of Pat McMahon. Okay, Pat McMahon, like you knew exactly what you were going to get when you put him out in the pitch. And he's just like, that. you know exactly what you're going to get. Amadou Dia has been absolutely outstanding and I'm so happy that he's made his way to, to Louisville. He brings with him a wealth of experience. Real, real gem of a signing by by Dan. He's done. Re- Danny did really well this offseason. I think that's one of them that gets overlooked.
0: Hasn't he also scored this season? Or Am I dreaming?
1: Ooh, I don't think so. He's gotten a number of assists. Okay, maybe oh, you're, that's something you put me assist. on the spot. I hope I'm not wrong. Yeah, I don't stats. think he scored.
0: <laughs> I can't remember honestly. I just you know, but he's so much fun to watch, and it's so dynamic to have him in the in, where he is. And
1: yeah, I mean, I, I, we we've brought in people like Wilson Harris and Kyle Morton. That sometimes his signing can kind of get overlooked, but I mean, <laughs> it's outstanding to get him on our team. Yeah, great chemistry back yeah. there too. Even in some of our not so great matches, I, I, I want to say he's he's been he's been good. Like he's Solid. been good in all of them. I cannot think of a match in which I'm like, oh, he should have done better. Right. I don't know what that voice was. That was your impression of Kermit the Frog. <laughs> that uh. sounded like a Kermit the Frog sort of voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, now we got some more negativity because we got to talk about two Louisville City losses. I don't wanna. This is the only time we've had two consecutive I losses. I don't wanna. I know. I know, and they're both they're different. There's different takeaways for for both of them, which at least makes the conversation interesting.
0: You know how you know the term praise sandwich, it's a very HR term. Oh, yeah. Where, you, where you, you know start with praise And then you put the bad stuff in the middle And then you end with praise We're kind of doing the opposite We had like a negat- negative Nancy And then we had the great positivity And now we're going to end with the negative
1: We could do like two open face sandwiches Negativity yeah. and positivity and One for each team
0: I know if I was still eating meat I'd love a roast beef special right now But
1: <laughs> Robin are you hungry? I'm a
0: little bit <laughs> I do have water, though. Thank you for being so concerned about my well-being that you all out there wanted to make sure I have water in my Yeti. Well, as far as you know, it looks like water, but
1: I'm I'm telling you. We're very concerned about your your hydration levels. We want this to be the most well-hydrated radio show in Louisville.
0: I'll have you know that whenever they take my blood at the doctor, they never have trouble because I'm so hydrated. So, thank you very much.
1: They have trouble just because I don't like getting my blood taken. And even as an adult, I'm still kind of resistant. I do it. I don't fight them, but... I hate it. I hate it. It's just a pinch. I know. Let's talk a little bit about Speaking the of Miami Bleeding. Match. Yeah. <laughs> bleeding <laughs> losses. You're the queen of segues, yes. That was good. I mean I kind of do it every now and then, so <laughs> um the Miami match. Yeah. That one was a very frustrating loss for uh, the simple fact that they got a they got a, a goofy go I'm- that's, that's unfair to say it's goofy. We kind of blew that one a little bit, you know. Split the defenders. They scored early first, like what four minutes or something, and then they just parked the bus. Yep. And for whatever reason, we could not break it down. We could not figure it out. We were just hammering them with chances and shots, but could not find the net.
0: Yeah, it was like what I felt like I, you know, who's the, what's the club that parks about Tottenham? I felt like I was watching Tottenham for a while.
1: <laughs> we're always we're always here to rag on Tottenham <laughs> on this show. <laughs>
0: Been in your Liverpool jersey. That's right. I
1: said it in public. Hey, and I, I like it. I'm not necessarily the biggest Liverpool fan, but this away kit from yeah. last season—the cream and <laughs> the green—yeah, looks good. You're a fan. We've already converted Kaylee. You're well. You'll come around. No, I'm just socially a fan to hang out with you guys. You're getting me off track. Because I want to, compl- there's something I want to complain okay, about with this go. matchup. Okay, go. I'll hush. And then after that, then we'll go to a commercial break. But the fact that we could not break them down, we could not figure out, you know what, we didn't have a true primary striker. I know Brian Ombi has the flexibility where he can do that, but he can't always solve our problems. And the fact that we were missing Wilson Harris... I think that was glaring there, and I was hoping that wasn't going to be the case, but it was. He got two yellow cards in the previous match, the Detroit match, which means he was suspended. You're still talking about it. I'm still talking about it. That second yellow, that was fine. Not like upset about that. It's the first yellow that he earned in that one, where he just punted the ball away, like time wasting. Like, what are you going to do? Waste like 20 seconds in that match? Like, that was just it was a it was a young player mistake, and he's going to learn from it. But it came at a cost. And it just frustrates me of what that match could have maybe been if we had him.
0: But, you know, we all have those flip the table moments where... I know. We all just are human at some point. At the end of the day, I remember talking to Sam Ownby and she said, remember at the end of the day, the players are human first. I know. And we all have those moments. So, it just happened to be a very bad decision, but... Yeah, you're right. He'll learn from it, and he probably, hopefully, won't do it again. I know, or, and
1: I don't, but, you know, I don't resent him for that. But it just makes me think, what could have been? What would have happened if we, if he was there for that one? Sure. He might not have even played. For all we know, could be right. rotations and whatnot. But what if he was available?
0: Yeah, you're always into the what ifs.
1: I just, I could not. I just, yeah. I kept thinking about that that entire yeah. match. Like, boy, it would be nice, you know? Because especially with Cameron Lancaster out of the mix, like. He's a pretty important guy right now. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, you know what? Let's cut it to a commercial break. We can finish talking about the miami Louisville match a bit, and then we'll move on to the Indianapolis match, which happened yesterday. So make sure you stay tuned here to ESPN 680-1057. You're
0: locked on Soccer City, powered by your Kentuckiana Toyota dealers, right here on ESPN Louisville.
1: Welcome back to Soccer City Radio. My name's Benton. This is Robin. We got some more Little City talk about, but you know what? I'm not done with the Miami match because there's one more thing I want to talk about. There's a little bit of a skirmish in that one. I, I love a met. good brawl. So it was Pablo and another player, number four. I don't care about his name. <laughs> Miami guy Don't care Uh, (laughs) They were jostling For the ball And then they You know They go off You know it you know, goes out of bounds and paulo kind of you know paulo got sho- uh, shoved down it says jostle the jostle of play so i'm okay with the play itself but you know, he goes down he hits the side billboard thing like hit his head and neck like on the metal like side of it so like, That's like a, a weird hard, angle yeah hard collision so he was down like and he you know, was not when there's like fake soccer injuries like you know right no was, this is yeah. a real soccer <laughs> injury. yeah it's like hurt and then um you know obviously everybody's kind of in a in a tizzy over it and the guy who who knocked him over is about already start fighting one of our guys and you know who else was about to get in the mixer? Paco Paco Craig. <laughs> yes, one <when> Paco Craig. <laughs> former Louisville City defender, now Miami guy. Like he I was don't... doing
0: for them what he did for us, to be fair. Causing trouble on the back. <laughs>
1: That, can was, I say it was hurt like I mean that's just one of those things even if like the team comes at you like yeah. upset about that you just grow your hand like hey it was just part of the game I don't know everybody got in there get real and a tizzy in that one and I just didn't I particularly didn't like Paco's interactions with that so go back watch the replays take a look for yourself see what you think about that I just didn't like the look of that particularly. That one I've heard number four was saying some things to the fans afterwards about that was. um, Oh, I didn't hear that. Huh? Yeah, he was pretty like happy about like hurting somebody or whatnot. Another player apologized, you know, oh hearsay whatnot, but just sounds like a guy sounds like a punk. Why would you like be happy that you hurt someone? I don't know because he's still upset about it. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know So I was pretty salty About that That whole sequence Particularly Paco like, Come on man Like recognize He's a guy you played with For like a long time Like recognize that He's, he's hurt. and Pull your guy Be the responsible Be yeah. the adult in the room You know Yeah But I guess he's not
0: Take the high road
1: Yeah Well He's not Alright Let's move on Let's talk about The Indy 11 match That happened yesterday The Louisville Indianapolis Proximity Association Contest I have to consciously Think about it every time I say We're that We're
0: not even 24 hours out I know I just say Lipa FC. Yeah, it's probably
1: an easy way. But for the people who don't know, I need to. I want to say the name and its full at least once.
0: Yeah, Louisville Indiana Proximity Association Football. Yeah, you're right. You'd have to think about it.
1: Yeah, I I, I can't be doing other things. I can't multitask while saying that. No, can't usually multitask anyway. That but takes concentration. That, it does. So, Indy, we we played them early in the season, but it feels like years ago because it was like at the very beginning of the season. Yep was a 1-1 draw that was a match in which we tried the back three formation for the first time just didn't fully work out they got a quick goal on us um, because of that and we rebounded in that one drew it up you know so it's tied so as far as the Lepa crown goes or lip FC whatever <laughs> whatever <laughs> <laughs> um, you know there's was, was a lot the line, line for this one we didn't we didn't win out that contest last season for the first time yeah. and we were at risk for doing this time and ultimately we didn't win a 2-1 scoreline. So but It was sad. very different kind of loss than the last yeah. one, though. And this one's probably a little bit more damning than mm-hmm. the last one. You Agreed. know, We could have played the what-if game about not having Wilson Harris. We had all of our guys. We, uh, h- However, it seemed like there's probably a lot of rest and rotation happening in preparation um, for the Saturday match and because of the short week. So a lot of guys who normally aren't starters, a lot of guys who would expect to be in the starting lineup – on the bench but here's my thing about i know a lot of people want to point to that or complain about that whatever my thing about that is is that if they're on this roster they have to be prepared to play when their name is called on we have if we're a championship team we have to know that we can rely on them when needed they may not be the regular everyday starter but when they do get that call up they need to perform some of them i don't think did Mm. It wasn't great, you know, and so I'm not criticizing Coach Cruz's decision to do that. Like yeah. I get it, probably would have done something similar. Yeah, just you have to you have to these guys have to be ready when their numbers called. To their to their credit, though, Indy, I mean, they're they're kind of finding their stride a little too late in the game, but they're finding their stride. You know, they're coming off of a big win against San Antonio. That yeah, they definitely had
0: momentum yesterday yeah. from that. So they
1: had momentum, and really, what did they have to lose? by playing us they could go for it we had a lot on the line they have you know, nothing right pride if anything if they lost oh well we should have you know air quote if they win haha mm-hmm. you know Yep. they got the better of us and the frustrating thing is how their goals came about oh my gosh you want to walk us through the first one
0: yeah this well, what? okay so west did you know i'm not this you have to help me explain the west did this weird awkward pass to morton and kind of what did he kind of chip it
1: up and over? And yeah, so it was a long. Um, it was a long ball over the top from Indy, and it, just, it awkwardly bounced like right on the outside of the box. And so Wes's really only option was is to try to head it back to Kyle so that Kyle could grab it and, and throw the ball out of there. However, Wes didn't get a full piece of it, so the ball fell short and then ended up bouncing over Kyle into net. Yes. So it was just. I you know Wes has to do better in that situation, but at this in the same time though I want to say like I sympathize with him on there because like really what else is he supposed to do? You make the split second decision like I would have probably done the same maneuver, but also I am not a professional center back. Yeah, I don't know should he, I mean should he have tried to hit it away out? I, I, it's a, it's a hard call you had to make in a moment, but at the end of the day I don't think there's any like avoiding the fact that it was a goal earned by a mistake
0: yeah those plays like that in the box so close make me so nervous anyway and you know eventually one flubs and this one flubbed
1: Yep. so it's i have some sympathy on there but at the same time like if you're the championship team that we think they are like you can't be giving up goals like that and they know that
0: yeah i'm sure he's probably beating himself up worse than we all could
1: yeah and the second goal we gave a penalty kick. I mean, in, in real time, it looked like Ian Soler just like, you know, hit stick to <laughs> Tejada, who goes down very easy anyway. But upon watching the replay, it looks like he kind of got his legs tangled up with another player or whatnot, but... My, my, my thought on that one is if you're the center back especially when you're playing against somebody as flimsy as him yeah like you have to stay upright
0: we have so much experience playing against him on two different teams like we know how this kid's gonna go you can't look at him wrong yeah he will fall over and roll around
1: so I mean if, if Soler's trying to make his case to be a, a regular starter at center back it's, it's something a move like that doesn't help I think outside of that though he didn't do too too bad but yeah. it's just he got it, beat up a little bit too everybody did it was yeah. a chippy game yeah a lot of cards a lot of fouls yep but um, you know we we kind of gl- one positive from the match is that we did go up early that was fun to see and we got Mr. Ray Serrano
0: so Ray, we- Ray Serrano
1: I hope that catches on because it's really that
0: needs to catch on Ray 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 Woo. <laughs> We told him after a game one time that we... Did you tell him about that? Yeah, so we stopped him after a game one time and it was Hope and Me and he came around and we are like, hey, Ray, we have a song for you. And he's like, oh yeah, what is it? And we said, we're Ray Serrano. And he went, ha ha, cool. He has no idea what the song is. He has no clue. He's way too young for that. It was so funny, but he was so cool about it. But yeah, so he's Ray. Just a kid. So someone let the kid listen to my Sharona, so he gets the joke.
1: Yeah, listen to some Elder Millennial music, Ray. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's funny. But no, we. Uh, I'm really happy for him. He's a player with a lot of promise, and he got a header goal, too. He's not a very tall guy, so for him to get a header is pretty fun.
0: Yeah, and we have been waiting for him. Like, it's been building. You can see it game after game after game. He's going to score. And he finally got that really awesome goal so
1: yeah so really really happy there but couldn't find anything else and it wasn't a situation like miami where they just parked the bus they were still giving it to us yeah i know know you don't like numbers but they beat us out in the expected goal category which is something that usually doesn't happen even in our losses they were creating more chances i mean i hate to say it but the better team that night won wash your mouth out i I want to (laughs) (laughs) go eat a bar of soap after (laughs) this i hate saying it but am i wrong no you're not wrong it stinks it really does um i mean a lot of the chances that we are taken i mean they weren't even on target we got some close ones that were off target but at the end of the day they're off target like i said before horseshoes and hand grenades close doesn't count nope, nope. gotta get in i don't they didn't challenge the keeper the keeper was not in enough danger we didn't force him to make diving no or he had it really easy yeah it wasn't it wasn't heroics that kept the ball out like like Sparrow in the Miami match, he did good. He did good. We put we peppered that goal with a lot of good shots and he kept them out. So props to him. Yeah. That wasn't the case in Indy. We just did not get those good shots off. And we don't have the excuse of not having Wilson. Right. We don't have a fallback excuse. That may be the fact that we didn't start all of our you know, I'm gonna quote our A team perhaps.
0: Can we title this episode Make It Make Sense? Because I feel like that's been the theme of the whole show.
1: <laughs> I don't think we title these episodes, but this one has Can a Can we start now. Yeah, Make It Make Sense. Make It Make Sense. So it's just it's it's frustrating. We had a lot of offsides too. You know, we were like, the plan just wasn't wasn't fully working. There, they were they were doing well defensively to to keep us from being the normal dangerous team that we are. Yeah, they did good. We did bad. The culminated effort was that we lost.
0: Yeah, and one big number that's glaring at me right now: eleven offsides for Louisville City.
2: Yeah,
1: that's a
0: lot. So either our guys are really fast, or indy was really slow or we can't keep our line
1: i think i think they did a did a good job trying to make sure that they they weren't going to get beat like that they they studied the game tape yeah They, they knew what to expect not that we didn't study it but they they had they had a plan that worked
0: and the ref was able to keep up with them yeah so
1: yeah um so one of my concerns about this is that as far as the eastern conference goes we're fine. We're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. I'm still, I'm, I'm still pretty bullish that we're going to be the the number one seed in the East. I'm not worried. We still got a four-point lead um, in the East on that. What I am concerned about is the regular season title, the elusive title we have yet to earn. And now, like we, we were controlling our destiny, but now that we dropped those points, we're back to praying for a result against San Antonio. We need San Antonio to start dropping points, and we need to win out. We need to build that gap. And it just stinks that it's the face not in our hands and we had it in our hands.
0: Yep, we did. I don't like to lose control of things, so it's a yep. shame that we did.
1: Yep, so no longer control of that, but it's still in the cards. We're not we are not done. It's still a very close battle for that.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely like in October we're gonna be playing playoffs. There's no question
1: about it, but And you know, to look at one way, like if our team is gonna have a little flub or or, or some let's you know Put in really HR terms, like areas of opportunities. Like <laughs> if we're going to learn something yeah. here, better now than in the playoffs. We can we have opportunity. We can we can screw this up a little bit, and still we'll still continue to play. But we do that in playoffs. One game and you're gone.
0: Well, isn't this the time of year that the slump kind of normally happens anyway? Isn't it about
1: July yeah, Augustish? I don't, I don't believe in I don't believe in all of that. But yeah, I mean I think generally well Twitter the, does. I am Twitter, <laughs> and I don't know. <laughs> um. I you know I get yeah. it. I know what people yeah. said the perception of yeah. it there, but again I think that is the pretty general consensus that we have some sort of like late time slump or whatever. I mean, is two games really a, a slump? I hope hoping that we start winning out and it's just a blip on the radar. Dude, it uh, it's different
0: to some of these some fans. A draw is a slump.
1: You know what? I, and, and the, the kind of weird thing about it is I kind of love that that's how high the bar is for us here at Louisville City. Is that we can complain?
0: It's stressful. Like don't aren't you exhausted worrying about perfection?
1: Yeah. I am. But you know, that's just that's the standard of play here. Yeah. We are winners. There's a culture of winning.
0: If you're not first, you're last. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. But um yeah, my biggest takeaway again, we gotta be able to rely on those on those role players. And so I hope those guys that were that got starts in that match are really kinda taking things to heart and are, are going to be ready next time their name call, uh, is called up you know for all we know we could have an injury in the playoffs and all of a sudden they're in a very critical spot and they have to perform
0: i mean look what happened with um cam and matiti cameron got injured in warmups, and matiti had to just come on five in five minutes warning so anything can literally happen at any time
1: yep yep again we're gonna look at it as a learning opportunity so we'll see what happens from there so. very
0: hr of you Make it make sense and HR.
1: I have an HR HR background too, yeah. like you. Yeah. So let's uh, let's talk about this upcoming match. Yep. We, we touched on it briefly. Louisville is going to be playing the Sacramento Republic. Good team. Yeah. They're in they're in playoff contention. I want to say they're third in the West. They're going to make the playoffs. They're fine, and they're playing for the finals of the US Open Cup. Very awesome, and we're going to be cheering them on for that. But they're going to pose a problem for us. I know you don't like the numbers, but again, the numbers suggest they're a pretty similar team to Miami as far as the rate that they're scoring and the yeah. rate they get scored upon. They're they're probably more of a defensive oriented team than they are offensive. They're gonna be hard to break down. Doesn't mean they can't score on us. True. Now, coming, so who would you put in the lineup for us? You got to put you know start Wilson at the top. You got to put um, OMB in there, probably Matiti as well. Um, do we just have 10 strikers and one goalkeeper? <laughs> <laughs> now, Can I'm we do a, that? I'm a big fan of the, of the midfield. I want to see Corbin Bowden and, and Tyler Gibson there. I think yeah. they're, they're our, our premier um, starters, especially with um, with like Niall out of the mix. I, you know, I want to work Paulo in there, too. It's too many good midfielders. Some combination there. You got D on one side. I guess probably Manny on the other. Let's do um, Sean and, Sean and uh, Wes. Josh should still come back from injury. I hope he maybe gets some time to come off. Yeah, the bench. Be awesome. I hope that we we can bring him in a breathing room where we can make a defensive sub just just to get some minutes under back under yeah. him after his little like, what he hurt his foot ankle maybe I think it was his ankle he rolled it so we'll see again. It's a home match. Make sure you come to Lynn Family Stadium this Saturday. It's gonna be a great match. Should be nice weather. We don't often get to see these Western opponents. It's a unique one too.
0: You yeah, know. yeah, very rare, but they're a wild card. You never know what's going to happen.
1: You never know. It's time for us to rebound. Keeping the faith. Racing has a little bit of a break, so we'll see them again on the tenth. But Robin, thank you so much for joining Thanks the show for today. Me. It's been fun. A lot of fun, despite the content we had to talk about. <laughs> yeah, who thought? Whoever thought we would talk about three losses on this show? Uh,
0: it's never. I never did.
1: It stinks. Yeah. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you guys for tuning in to ESPN Radio 680-1057. I'm Benton. I'm Robin. And we'll catch you guys next week. Thomas Morados.